Well, I'm I'm on on the the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, July the 8th. And we welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast. Those of you listening on the radio, uh, we welcome you and we're thankful for 95.9 FM. And we're thankful for that radio station that uh, 24-7, Christian programming, preaching, teaching, Bible studies, music. Uh, Of course, you can listen in for the weather updates and the news and all the local information. Uh, But we're thankful for that. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook today. And then those that are listening on our podcast and also those listening on our radio app. And if you have an iPhone or if you have an iPad or an Apple computer, you can download that app and uh, you can listen uh, wherever you go. And uh, I hope that's a blessing to you as well. We had a great service last night uh, here at Victory Baptist Church and I'm thankful for, uh, we had a lot of uh, senior saints. Uh, had a lot of um, adults, we had a lot of teenagers, had a lot of children, and uh, we're in our Wednesday night uh, programs. We have a summer kids club uh, for all the summer kids clubs for all the children. We have our teens on target that meet, and then uh, we have our Bible study prayer meeting, and we had a great time last night. I want to say a happy birthday today to Phyllis Batchelder and also to Lisa Dickens and to Liam Friday. I hope you have a great day. Happy birthday to you. And uh, we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Of course, uh, today here in Roanoke Rapids, we're getting some rain. And I thank the Lord for the rain and uh, supposed to rain all day. You know, of course, uh, the way that they'll tell you it's going to be the worst storm that we've had in 20 years. And then you look out the window and it's sprinkling. But I think we'll get some heavy rain. Uh, But I'm thankful for uh, this day we get to be together on the Winning Side broadcast I want you to hear a song. This uh, group sang uh, here at our church on Sunday night. They are from Heartland Baptist Bible College in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And uh, we had a ladies trio and they sang this song entitled The Book, The Blood, and The Blessed Hope. And I hope you'll enjoy getting to hear this song again today on the radio. And uh, after the song, we will be in Proverbs chapter 8. So if you want to get your Bibles ready, right after the song, we'll get into our Bible study for today. days in which we're living as the devil roams about seeking whom he may discourage sowing seeds of fear and doubt we must get back to the basics to defend against the fall the book the blood and the blessed hope believe the book from beginning to the end claim the blood the only covering Attacking what God said Your self-improvement will 
from uncovering your own sin. Though reform will only make you doubt, our Lord will come again. It takes the book, the blood, and the blessed hope. Believe the book from beginning to the end. Claim the blood, the only covering for your sin. The blessed hope, our Lord is coming back again. We need the book, the blood, and the blessed hope. Believe the book. I believe the book from beginning to the end. Claim the yes, blood. Yes, I claim the blood, the only covering for your sin. The blessed hope. He's coming back again. We need the book. We need the blood. We need the blood. That's a good song and you know reminded me of while I was listening to that song I was preaching last night from Jeremiah 38 and just a, a really kind of an unusual story about a man by the name of Ebedmelech he was a servant uh, there in the uh, palace for the king but he heard about Jeremiah getting thrown into the pit and so the Bible tells us that he went and went to the king and the king gave him the permission to go and he rescued Jeremiah and he he let down some ropes but the Bible says there were some old rags there were some as a matter of fact it says they were old rotten rags that were there that he used to help uh, to cushion Jeremiah as they were lifting him up from the pit with those ropes to make it a little more comfortable but I talked about the fact that it, they were old, and the Bible says it was old rags. It was old, rotten uh, claws that were just found there. And uh, I was talking about some things that, you know, in the Christian life, there's some things that are old, but they still work. And I, I, told, I said to our church last night, I said, you know, uh, preaching is old. Uh, that goes back to the New Testament. Uh, Jesus said that he chose the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Uh, it's, it's preaching. It's not it's nothing new. It's just old, but it works. Uh, praying is old. Uh, it's God's plan for God's people to pray and to call out and let your requests be made known unto God. Uh, we always want something new. We want something exciting, something that we've never, never heard of before. But I want to remind you that Bible preaching and Bible teaching and Bible doctrine, things like the blood, uh, we live in a day when people are trying to push away the blood. They say, no, that's kind of outdated. That's, that, that might offend some people. But I want to remind you, the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. If you don't want the blood of Jesus Christ uh, in your life and to, to, to help you, then you're still lost in your sins, friend. Uh, but I'm thankful for the book. That's the Bible. The blood, that's what saves us, the blood of Jesus. And then the blessed hope. You say, what's the blessed hope? That is the blessed hope that Jesus Christ is coming soon. Titus 2.13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm glad that Jesus is coming again. Can I tell you, that's old too. We've been talking about that and we've been preaching about that for a long time. Well, guess what? He's still coming and uh, men may scoff and men may mock and men may uh, doubt and question, but Jesus Christ is coming. Uh, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at that last trump, Jesus Christ will return. 
Proverbs 8 in your Bibles, we are uh, looking at a few verses here about wisdom. And I'm thankful that's really the theme of the book of Proverbs. It's about wisdom. I want to remind you that uh, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the most important thing. Proverbs 4 and verse number 7 says, says in Proverbs 8 verse 1, Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places, by the way, in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Here's what the Bible says. Wisdom is literally crying out. Wisdom is shouting, hey, over here, you need some of this. You need wisdom. You need understanding. Wisdom is calling out uh, to the simple. Wisdom is calling out to the person who needs understanding. But here's the thing. Wisdom will call out, but wisdom is never going to twist your arm. Wisdom is never going to get you in a chokehold. Wisdom will say, hey, I'm over here but you're going to have to listen and you're going to have to make the decision to say, yes, I need wisdom. We have said it before, but I want to remind you, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. Now you can memorize facts and you can memorize information and you could be a walking encyclopedia, but if you don't know how to use that information, then it's not going to do you a lot of good. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. Biblical wisdom begins with a right relationship with the Lord. You see, you can't have true wisdom if you don't know God, if you do not know uh, and have a relationship with Christ. In the Old Testament, the word wise was used to, to describe people who were skillful. You see, wisdom is practical. Wisdom affects every area of life. Wisdom gives order. Wisdom gives purpose to your life. It gives discernment in making right decisions. Uh, Wisdom is so important. James chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. You see, friend, if you do not have wisdom, If I do not have wisdom, it's our fault because God has promised that he will give it if we will just ask. God has given us wisdom in his word. But I wonder, have you even pulled it off the shelf today? I wonder when was the last time that you opened the pages of scripture and said, God, I need wisdom. I'm going through a situation in my home uh, with my marriage, with my children. I'm going through a situation uh, with my job and I need wisdom. Can I tell you, God will give wisdom. Wisdom is calling out. Wisdom is crying out, trying to get your attention. The question is, are you listening? Uh, Are you responding? Uh, You've heard this before, but uh, sometimes we'll go to an old building uh, or we'll go into an old, uh, maybe a, a, a house or an old, um, you know, a barn and we will say things like this. If these walls could talk. I remember my mother-in-law, she used to love historical things and she used to love going and seeing old buildings. And uh, we always knew she'd say something like that. Oh, if these walls could talk, the stories that they would tell. 
I've often thought that about our church. I wonder if the walls could talk uh, with all of the people that have come through this church and all the people who've sat in our pews and all the people who've served God in this place. If the walls could talk, just think of the stories they would tell. Be some good stories, I promise you this. Well, I want to tell you, if wisdom could talk, here is what wisdom would say. And by the way, wisdom will talk if you listen. It's found in Proverbs 8 and verse number 1. Number 1, I want you to see in Proverbs 8, we see some truths about riches. You know, riches, says in verse number 10, we should receive instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Now, if I had today in this radio room, if I had a pile of gold, if I had a pile of cash right here, and I said, I've got this, this, these treasures and these riches right here. Now, you would say, okay, you're, you're giving it away. I'll take some of that. I've got Brother Caleb here today, and I've uh, got Brother Nathaniel here today. There, uh, Nathaniel's helping out here in the radio room today. But if I had the riches in here, it, this verse is not saying you shouldn't touch riches. But here's what it's saying. If you had riches in one pile, and you had wisdom and instruction in another pile, and if you could only choose one, you would be far better off choosing the wisdom and choosing the instruction. Now, that's not to say you can't have both. By the way, I know some people who have both, and the reason they have riches is because they knew how to use wisdom. They knew how to uh, make good choices, and you can have both. I'm not saying you can't, but if you have to choose, you ought to choose wisdom. Wisdom is better than riches. Notice verse number 18. Riches and honor are with me. That, that comes with wisdom. Yea, durable riches. Uh, that word durable, it means enduring or lasting wealth. That's what we want, not just fleeting uh, riches, not just temporary riches. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. We'll talk about this tomorrow, but those go hand in hand. It says in verse number 19, my fruit or, or the result of wisdom is better than gold. Yea, than fine gold. My revenue is better than choice silver. You see, there's no comparison. Wisdom is better than riches. Now, we spend a lot of time, or we should spend a lot of time on our finances. You ought to have a budget. Uh, you ought to have uh, a tracking of how much you spend and how much you save. You ought to have goals for how much you want to uh, save or how much you want to uh, pay down debt or whatever it is. Uh, you have a bank account. You have a debit card. You have a checkbook. Uh, you get statements in the mail or you get statements online or you can do online banking to see what is your account balance. Well, I wonder if we were to look today at our account balance, I wonder where we would be in the area of wisdom. You say, well, I got this much money in my checking or I've got this much money in my savings or I've got this much money in my retirement. Good, wonderful. How much do you have in your wisdom account? You see, if we'll focus on wisdom, you can have wisdom and you can have riches. But if you only focus on riches, the Bible teaches you will have neither. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs that riches, they make themselves like wings and they fly away. You see, with money, once you spend it, it's gone. But with wisdom, when you use it, you use it and you get to keep it. 
If you have to choose today between wisdom and riches, choose wisdom. Wisdom is what lasts. Wisdom is what is eternal. The choices you make today will affect you tomorrow. Can I tell you this? Wisdom is crying out. Wisdom is calling out, trying to get your attention. Listen today. Respond today. Uh, get a hold of wisdom. Get a hold of understanding. Uh, and don't let it go. Uh, keep it. Wisdom is the principal thing, Proverbs 4 says. Uh, therefore, with all you got, get a hold of wisdom. And wisdom, I promise you, will help you every single day through every choice, every decision you have to make. We'll try to get some more ground covered tomorrow in Proverbs 8. But for today, I want you to remember uh, what the Bible has to say about riches. Wisdom is better than riches. As a matter of fact, it's not even close. It's not even a comparison. Do all you can today to get wisdom. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow for another uh, broadcast of The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.